Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Don't interrupt music, Judith. No, I'm definitely not. Just sit quietly. That's exactly what I'm doing, Jenny. Sit quietly and enjoy the tune. Quite sophisticated. Have you got a cup of coffee? Have you got a cup of coffee? What have you got? What have you got on your table? I have got um, some fizzy water. I've done my coffee. I've been through the coffee phase of the morning. Had a poo. And I'm now on a bottle of water, like the young people. Fizzy water? This time of day, it's very... I think it's early for fizzy water to be (laughs) Well, actually, it is a bit. It is. I know what you mean. Because really, if it was like the young people, not that I see many these days, it obviously would be a sort of, you know, uh, a kind of Oliver Bonas um, water bottle, wouldn't it? Oh, I see. You're saying you know I mean? Oliver. Yes, yes. They yeah, come it with. It would be a flat. Yeah, yeah. One of, of those water. bottles that they're they're growing kind of a petri dish of filth around the rim because they never get them <laughs> properly clean. Yeah. Um, I have. What about you? I have a cup of coffee with me in yes. a mug, in a nice mug with a thin rim, a thin-rimmed mug, Judith. I'm Ooh. increasingly difficult about what I drink out of. Now, Judith, how fussy are you? Oh, slow down, slow down. What do you mean by thin-rimmed exactly? I want I to know, I want to know shape. I want, I want the full detail of the kind of mug that you like these days. Well, I'm drinking out of a Scandium mug. Um, I'm not sure whether they have survived the pandemic, Scandium. I think maybe they're online mostly now. Oh, I don't um, even know what you're talking about. Well, Scandium is, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a nice shop, uh, a oh. Scandi design shop. I'm not saying it's porcelain, but it has a thin rim. I see. And I so that's cannot the bit do. Right, okay. So that's the bit that's important to you, is the rim. For mm. me, for me, the shape is crucial. Okay. It's crucial, Jenny. Okay, I right. hate mugs that are, are thin, because it, it doesn't cool down. You, you know, your coffee just does not cool down and the surface area on the top is far too small. I haven't really noticed the thickness of the rim, but now you've mentioned it, mmm, I might be a bit fussy about that too. I do. There's only three or four mugs in the cupboard that I really like and I will wash it up in order to have my nice mug. But do you know what? I think one of the features of getting old is that you do start to have strong feelings about a lot of things that you didn't give a shit about when you were young. I think you're absolutely right, Judith. I think you've put your finger right on the middle-aged pulse there. Yes. We're more we're more tricky about our mugs than we used to be. That's what we're saying. Yes, we are. I mean, there's there's something that... I, I mean, I'm looking forward to going back on the road quite a lot, but there is something that I know I'm going to have to contend with again uh, that I've always found quite difficult, and that is the theatre green room, um, <laughs> which is... The backstage area where all the techies oh, sort of hang out. Sordid. Oh, the the most sordid spaces. Oh, uh, if if you if you want the epitome of sordid, <laughs> then go into a green room in you know any touring theatre oh, and open the microwave door. 
and you will see a sight that will repulse any normal human. Yeah. I'd, yeah, uh, yeah, really, yeah. really, it's quite difficult. So that's, yeah. uh, you know, there's pros and cons to, to touring, and that's one of the cons. Anyway, how are you feeling, Judith? How are you on the mood scale? Uh, I'm all right. I'm not bad. I'm sort of middling, middling to maybe up to a sort of six or a seven oh, occasionally. Okay, well, okay. the weather's been nice. The weather's yeah, been nice. Yeah. So how peaking at a seven, peaking at seven, because sometimes you're, you're quite cheerful, Judith, and you can go quite easily up to an eight. <laughs> No, seven's a good score. Seven's okay. a good score. Yeah. In, a, the, in a global it, pandemic, even though we're sort of coming out of it, yeah, um, yeah, I yeah, think that yeah. anything above eight is cocky, actually, and, <laughs> and shouldn't be encouraged because basically it's jinxing us all, isn't it? So where are you? Are you below I'm, five? No, no, I'm not five. I've come up. I've dragged myself up. I say, I'd say I'm matching you on a seven. Uh, okay. And I would say there have been moments in the last week where I have uh, got to a 7.9. <laughs> I mean, I won't go over cocky. I'm not going to go over the eight line. Right, because, OK. You know, well, we want some details then. Doing what? Well, I think, Judith, that the weather... I mean, today it's shit. It really is, <laughs> Look, isn't it? Annoying. Yeah, it really is annoying. And I didn't go out for a walk yesterday. I didn't go out for a walk. I just couldn't be asked, you know. And I don't even know what the weather was like yesterday. I just couldn't be asked. Still had a very good night's sleep. Didn't wake up till 8.30am. But I've just dropped that in there. Um, oh, shut I, up. I know, I know. But yeah. um, I have had some some nice moments. Um uh, I've had, I tell you what's made me feel a little bit more in control of the situation. I've been doing quite a lot of DIY COVID testing. If I want to see somebody yeah. uh, and I want to be sort of uh, like I've had uh, somebody around to, to sort of talk about my stand up show uh, mm. with them. And uh, we worked outside mostly, but he was because we'd both done DIY COVID tests and, uh, and they'd been negative. I didn't feel freaked out about him being in the house and getting Very himself, good. you know, Very going good. to the loo or things like that. Mm-hmm. But you um, wouldn't want to open this up to potential guests, presumably, because this, the, they, they're in great danger lies, I feel, because, you know, it means that you might oh, have to actually be much more sociable. Oh, no, no, no. I'll have run out of tests. I haven't got enough spare tests. Of course you will. Of course you will. Can't, can't do too <laughs> many of them, no. Just beware. I'm just saying. Just saying. No, I mean, it's, it's not sort of, you know, throwing the house open. It's just so that... I can work outside without a mask at quite close quarters, that sort yeah. of thing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I think I'm being yeah. quite sensible. It is a it is a weird little kit that you get. Is it? Do, mean, you, feel, do you feel like a kind of a, a scientist? Junior scientist, yes, very junior scientist. It's it, you get this kit and the, the, you get a, what would have been a, a test tube once upon a time. It's a little plastic file. And you get a, a swab, everything's in individual packets and you get a swab thing to stick down the back of your throat. You stick it down the back of your throat, you swab around your tonsils. Oh, uh, as you're describing it, Jenny, I'm thinking it, it is very much like playing doctors and nurses, You'd love it, it Judith, oh, God, honestly. Yeah. I really, do you know what? Go There's on. a bit of you that would probably dress up to do this. <laughs> You're describing it. I think I might go to Boots and get a few. Yeah, go on. You can get, you can get them online as well if you don't want to bother going into town. You can get oh, them online. Right. You can get them. They're free. They're absolutely free. And each packet comes with about seven testing kits. There's a week's worth of testing in it. That's, so uh, were you any good at science at school? I can't picture you doing science. Go on. Uh, no, because I was probably no, I was probably wagging off. That's why you can't picture me there because I probably never turned up. No, I wasn't a wagger offer because I, I knew I'd get into too much trouble because I knew that I'd be missed because I was noisy and silly. Uh, so if I wasn't being noisy and silly, the teacher would realise I wasn't there. So I, I didn't do any wagging off. Were you a wagger offer? 
Oh, of course I wasn't. No, no. But I mean, science didn't make any sense to me. I mean, I, I physics and chemistry, I, it, it might as well have been white noise. I mean, yeah. I can't, the physics, <laughs> I don't, I couldn't understand what it was, the point of it was. I understood <laughs> nothing. No, I still, I still, nothing. you know, as you're saying it, I'm, what was the book? What did you learn in physics? What was it that, I can't, what, I mean, I I think there were diagrams. I think there might have been... But was it about weight and fulcrums? Oh, oh, well, possibly. I've no idea. I I mean, I've just not... I I have retained nothing. I I understood nothing at all. I think there was something about displacement of water. Oh, that's physics, yes. isn't it? You know, Possibly. but you have to, and then there's a formula. And by this point, you switched <laughs> off. You think, I don't mind putting a thing in some water and seeing how high the water comes. That's fun. That's like having a bath. But oh. the rest of the shit, I'm not bothered about that. Oh, it was dull, wasn't it? Oh, it was, it was dull. dull. I think there might have been some some pendulums involved. I mean, there were pendulums. chemistry. There were oh. stinky smells that people and would talk about and, with. And different coloured um, yeah, iodines and things of. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Didn't know what that was for either, but at least there were, at least there were a few sort of things. That, that, you know, I cannot, for the life of me, even remember my physics teacher, which kind of sums it all up, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, she must really have been does. so... She or he can't remember whether it was a man or a woman. That's how much <laughs> impact... My yeah, physics I... teacher made on me. No, no recollection yeah, me too, whatsoever. Me too. The only thing is, I do remember a girl at school called Susan Thomas, who obviously had a bit of a thing for the physics teacher. Because <laughs> the only thing, the only eventful thing that used to happen in physics is that Susan Thomas was forever fainting. She was. Uh-huh. She was, Oh yeah, she was always. De- yeah, I think she turned out to be an epileptic or something. So I right, think it was right. real. But so, for ages, we used to think, yeah. "Oh, here we go." You know, she'd be showing off with the teacher. Showing off. You know, and then there was a sort of, oh, you know, keep and make a space, go and get some help, you know, and and he used to sort of, um, kind of reassure oh, and her. Oh, undo her shirt. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yes, I remember that. And then I think in chemistry, the only thing I used to do is Jane Smith. She was called Jane Smith. She was quite. You know, Are you she sure she was called Jane Smith? Or yeah, had she certain, made her own certain. name up at no, the age no. of eleven, so no, she could go through life she was anonymously. Okay. And she was she was quite worldly wise, and she was the person that answered all those crucial questions about. Well, okay, I know that um, a boy's thing goes into your hole, yeah, but like yeah. how, to explain the docking procedure. She, so what she did is she she explained, you know, erections basically. I mean, I didn't have any brothers; I was an only child. So she literally she talked me through that with diagrams at the back in chemistry. Very important. Um, Was was it quite anatomically correct? I thought, well, not really. I mean, in terms of the size, because that obviously takes you by surprise, doesn't it, when you first see that? But, but no, in terms of the method. So, yeah. so really, I mean, that, that was that was an important. It was useful. Lesson. Yeah, you learnt quite a lot in your science. There was a girl called Jill. I can't remember her surname, and she taught me the facts of life at Brownies because she had loads of older Ooh, that's brothers. That's young. Yes, I know. She was. She was. She Trust was you. quite. Yeah, she was quite racy, uh, even in the Brownies. <laughs> Was she right? Was she right? Uh, well, some of it was right, but a, a, some of it confused me quite. I'm still confused by quite a lot of it. <laughs> quite honestly, you know, where all the bits go and all that. Um, uh, biology, there was a bit of biology that I didn't mind when we were on flowers, the sexing of flowers. And he oh, used to really? draw the cross section of a flower with the stamens and the petals and all that kind of thing. It's a funny thing to like. That was very dull compared to all the animals. 
Oh, we didn't do animals. No, like... we didn't do animals because obviously that was a bit too sexual for our school. Because, our, you know, in case the girls might have gone mad if we'd done sex and the animals in school, we'd have probably all got off with each other. No, we had to keep <laughs> to plant life only. Oh God, so you only did reproduction of plants? <laughs> yeah, oh, I cannot remember oh, going beyond that. Oh, we had a sex education uh, class uh, which was titled Health and Hygiene. I've told you this before, <laughs> Judith. I'm sure it was by uh, taught by a woman called Miss Tight. <laughs> and she she was so tight, her vagina was so tight, she used to ride side saddle in school on her bicycle. Because... <laughs> I don't think you have told me that. I don't think you have. <laughs> because if she strode her bike, she might have broken her hymen. That's what we all said anyway. <laughs> all this tight. speculation. I was really good at biology. I, I was... I was, to be honest, I was always the annoying person with 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 my hand up because I, I think I was a budding kind of hypochondriac even then. So I sort of listen, you know, that always sounded really kind of important to me. And actually, occasionally in a pub quiz or something like that, I can surprise people around me, you know, with a few little tidbits from from biology. <laughs> Like what? Like, well, like what? Okay, like what? Uh, what does DNA stand for? Well, what does DNA stand for? Deoxyribose nuclear acid. Oh, acid. Yes. yes. You're oh, yes. so my phone a friend. If I ever, <laughs> if I ever get on one of those ridiculous. I've been asked to do mastermind loads of times, but you know you don't get any money. You have to give it to charity. And I think I'm not going to make a public fool of myself oh, no, in front of me. several million viewers. You yeah. know, showing my ignorance for Ooh. no money. But the yeah, thing is, in those that. situations, because I've done the chase and um, at home, you know, it's sort of much easier. And I, I was there and I was really sort of laughing and joking before we all went in. And I remember that this, to my shame, and I said to, um, you know, Richard of Richard and Judy, <laughs> Richard oh, yeah. Maidley, I said, the thing is, I know I'm not stupid, so I don't really get that bothered about things like this because, you know, if I know God. it, I know it. If I don't, I don't. And then when it was my turn, <laughs> I absolutely fell to pieces, Judith. Absolutely. I didn't know. I think some of the questions were really simple. And I sort of was like a frog gulping. <laughs> And, and then one of the questions was how many billboards outside Wyoming for the film? Remember that film? And I'd only seen it three days before. And I just, for some reason, I said seven. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I can anyway. imagine. Actually, funny enough, we've been, we've been watching the reruns of Forty Towers recently. Oh, they are marvellous, aren't they? Yeah. And the gourmet night, which is my absolute favourite, was on. And uh, I don't know whether you remember it, but uh, but uh, Basil is, is is introducing the Colonel to somebody else, and there's somebody's called Mister Twitch Twitchin, and the other ones, you know, they've got. Anyway, it's this terribly sort of embarrassing. He's got to introduce somebody to somebody, and then he forgets his own name. Is it such a panic? <laughs> They were they were so brilliant and it's such a shame John Cleese turned out to be such a prick in the end. I mean I'm sorry everybody, but what an an objectionable man (gasps) as he grew into sort of late age. It just you know, really not pleasant. Did you ever come across him? Oh, I did several times. Yes, I remember saying. I think I might have told you. I remember saying to him once, "Oh, aren't you lucky living in Santa Barbara?" And he said, "Judith, I didn't. It's not luck. I chose to live there." Oh 
God, all right, oh, don't rub it yeah, in. Yeah, picky, picky, oh, no. picky. I'd love to go to Santa Barbara, though. But I haven't done any of those places, Judith. Santa Barbara, Malibu, um, Palm Springs, all this sort of kind of... Those places that are so iconic as kind of 60s America and... Oh, um, you and Jeff would really Beach be Boy music and... Oh, and I just... I sometimes... You know, you catch a bit of a travel programme and you just think, I don't know whether I'm ever going to get there now. <gasps> I know, I know. I, we've been watching um, the Durrells, you know, on Corfu, for instance. And, yeah, I know what you mean. You just think... But that's a Corfu a of a different time as well. I don't know whether Corfu now is... Well, who knows? I mean, in some respects, uh, because of the pandemic, things might go back to a gentler sort of more relaxed feel because Corfu, I think, did get very damaged by um, uh, its own popularity, didn't it, really? Yeah, Have you ever sure. been? I mean, there. Are, yeah. I think there are bits. You know, there also, we know you get to the airport and most people go to the scruffy end of the island. There's always about three people in straw hats that have got friends with the place. Oh, no, we're going up to the north. We're going... <laughs> It was a little bit on the just on the top. It's still right on the edge. No, nobody knows. It's not really. It's not really a rock proper road. We're just we're just going to be dropped and and our friends will come and pick us up. You know, in a truck and stuff. Because uh, no, no, you won't know it. It's uh, it's private. Actually, it's private. It's private cove. That is so true. And yeah. you're all herded into the fucking yeah. buses and going yeah. to some horrible concrete. You know. Kind yeah, of and there, there's a welcome meeting in a shiny yes. floor hotel with oh, some shit so drink true. that you've got to have. Oh, and then, is that... oh, no, it's just a, it's a tiny, tiny little tiny cove. <laughs> yes. Oh, and it's, yes, in the hills. Oh, it's the hills. Gorgeous little coves and beaches. We've just got a little boat there. It's rather fun. <laughs> anyway, there we go. Uh, what about um, uh, your social life, Judith? How's, how have you been socialising as uh, we come out of this latest lockdown? Yes, well, there's been one or two, one or two fire pit evenings, one or two suppers around the fire pits. Uh, which, of course, is the thing. It's the thing yes. now, isn't yes. it? Isn't you come it? home. Do you remember when you used to come home from, you know, the clubs and the pubs and you used to stink of fag smoke? Yeah. Stink of the stuff. And now you come home from supper in the garden with friends and you stink of fire pit smoke. Stink <laughs> <of it. laughs> yes, you do. New fag smoke, right. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Even you, we've I, been out, Judith. Even we've been out. Have we've you? Been, yeah, have yeah. you? What, yeah, round to somebody's house? Yeah, in, sat so, in their garden? Well, not in someone's house. Yes. Out the back. Yes. Out the back. Oh. Um, so, uh, yeah, my friend, uh, my our friends, Jane and Paul. I knew Jane when I was, uh, last year of primary school. Um, she came, yes, I, yes, I've known her for a very, very long time. Well, she looks ten years younger than me. We were in the oh, same no. class at primary. Oh, if you put us side by side and you said, okay, uh, which one, who's the oldest? Uh, I would, she's actually older than me, but people would say, oh, you no, know, you're ten years older than her because she's oh, very fit. I know it's, it's annoying. Oh, maddening. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't think and, you should be friends with her anymore. You must well, like I think her. I'm, I'm not sure I am at the moment because I'm so I had this awful wave of jealousy, Judith. Oh, I mean, did you? Yeah, bad. It, it, it sort of Gone. for uh, about 10 minutes it spoiled my evening because. <laughs> um, their garden was it was all right you know but it was a sort of it had a big old uh, trampoline in when the kids you know because you buy those trampolines when the kids are sort of seven and nine don't you yeah 
and they're so fucking massive and so difficult. You don't do anything with them until they're 29. <laughs> yeah, you they know, just stay there. Well, also they like to come on them, don't they, when they're in their 20s? When they've had a, yeah, they like you know, some glasses on them. of wine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. Um, but they also all that was in their back garden was a big trampoline and a, a a tree that just shed rotten apples. I mean, the apples never got to a point where they were edible or anything. They just went from sort of uh, bud to rotten, and they just <laughs> spread this carpet of rotten apples full of wasps. So it was a difficult garden. Anyway, during the pandemic, they've had it done. Oh, I see. That's what it was like, and now it it's different. Like it's, oh yes, no. That, that's what that was the before. Before. Oh, so you uh, weren't expected or expecting? I wasn't expecting oh. envy. Right, oh, go on. Judith, go on. I wasn't prepared. You're absolutely right. I thought we'll be sitting near that that rotten apple tree by the side yeah. of the the uh, the trampoline. Oh, I mean, it, it's. I mean, it's a London garden, so let's not get silly. It's not huge, uh, but it's a nice space. And someone that used to go to our old school, Queen Mary School, Lytham, um, had done it, and it's it's just done a really lovely job. It's just mm. on slightly different levels, and it's paved, and it's pebbled, and there's pots. And, and but Jane seems to have green fingers, and she's got all these pots of tulips that she planted lo- last October, and they've all come out, Judith. And I mean, there was there was just an array of stuff. It was a successful garden. Oh. I know, but you see, envy's a terribly ugly emotion, isn't it? And I, I, I don't think you're as prone to it as I am. I no, am. I don't. I don't get jealousy. But yes, I'd have been the same. I think I'd have been the same. I, I think I, I, I can feel your pain. I yeah, but you've like... got, you're successful with your pots. I'm just a bit yeah, cross oh, well, that you haven't potted up. Oh, yeah. tell me, go on. Yeah, no, I mean, you haven't seen my garden for a very, very, very long time. Actually, a really long time. I'm going to put on the notice board um, pictures of my lovely, lovely pots of tulips because all the Sarah Raven ones have come out. And the wonderful thing about tulips, because I don't know that you've got any tulips, is, of course, you, you sort of dig them up every year and then you can put them in different places. And uh, all her gorgeous sort of frilly ones have are coming out, kind of pinks and creams and almost like greys and purples. <gasps> wonderful ones. When do you say you can use them again so if you've got them yeah. in a pot right yes so your tulips come up bang like that you've got a, a firework yeah. festival of color yes what i really like i mean i have become slightly tulip mad this year because i think that there are so many different varieties in the old yeah. days just used to get a tulip a tulip was a tulip but we are seeing a lot more extravagant you know the parrot tulips of this tulip that tulip yeah and so oh, yeah. okay your pot of tulips they die down they're dead now um, so do you what what do you do? Do you just pull them out by the root and then just rip off the bulbs and then what? Well, they just pull them out. You just pull them out and then I kind of leave them in the you know in sort of bunches in the greenhouse or anywhere. Um, and they but sort you of say, dry you out. see, I haven't got anywhere to put them. What? Mm, haven't you? Mm, no, because no. if you leave them out, won't the squirrels just get them? Oh yeah, you can't leave them out. But you put yeah. So so yes, you have to leave them in a garage or somewhere like that. I haven't got garage. Yes. Oh God! It's difficult. See, but London, London girl. I don't. Well, well Jane's tulips are going to be shit next year, then, aren't they? Because she's got no. Cause she, oh, she's got a shed. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but you could leave them in the pots. You could just leave them in the pots, but then you wouldn't have room to put your nice, you know, um, geraniums or anything like that in. Don't so, like geraniums. So... so don't want them. Okay, so you just leave them in the pots, and then they come back. Yeah, they just come back. Yeah, so so. You Do you have to cut them down? The Do you know when they've all withered and fallen over and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you, you snip yeah, at you them? 
Yeah, I do because they annoy me. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, but okay. I think I think real professionals sort of leave them on or tie them in knots like the, daff- the daffodils. Like a ponytail. But do you know what? I know I know you're enthusiastic about tulips, but I heard, you know, the aforementioned Sarah Raven, she of the you know patron saint of flowers. Um, and she said that the next big thing, or, or the current big thing, you know, after after roses and after dahlias and probably tulips, are chrysanthemums. Now, what I like about the chrysanthemum is I don't like the smell. That's the trouble. They have a funny, dry, yeah, weird yeah. kind of earwiggy smell. Um, but there are some fantastic varieties i think i like the pom-pom the, the big yes. white pom-pom oh, now have a look at avignon pink because because sarah raven was saying that that's the that's the the the, the flower du jour is is avignon pink and they're completely sold out because i've been trying to get some avignon, avignon pink pink I'm looking at the Avignon pink chrysanthemum, Judith, and it's a, a sort of, it's a shaggy star of a chrysanthemum. So it's got a neat centre and then it's got a sort of explosion of star-shaped petals coming out from but the centre. But it's a very lovely, subtle pe- shade of pink, isn't it? Which, it's a pretty which... pink, yes, yes. Yeah. I think, oh, you're I think... underwhelmed, aren't you? You're underwhelmed. Well, I badly I think it's wanted ve- one. I think it's very... Well, you only really want one because everyone else has got one and they've exactly. out. <laughs> And um, what I'm saying to you is that there are plenty of other choices of chrysanthemum that you can get equally excited by. But the thing about chrysanthemums is that they last ages. They apparently they sit in the earth for ages and ages with their with their flowers on. And of course, when you cut them, they stay in the vase for ages before they make that horrible, stinky smell in the water. Um, so oh, I can see the point. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. So, I have got, I tell you what, our most recent purchase is... Mm. Um, for the garden because you've got to live in the garden now for you know a while, haven't you? Until everything yes. is completely normal, we've got a fat boy sunshade stroke rain brolly. What, what do you mean a fat boy? What's a fat boy sunshade? Uh, it's just a make. It's just a make. I'm just dropping the name in in case they want to sponsor us, Judith. <laughs> Or send us one. What does it look like then? Is it one of those really heavyweight things that that kind of have a kind of swivelly thing? It's a big, it's a big fucker, yeah. With a, a, it comes with a base. Um, It's quite grown up, Judith. That's all I'm saying. It's quite. Did you get that after you saw your friend Jane's tulips and design a garden? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Of course you did. Of course you did. Very nice. I want a picture of that. It was. It's not arrived yet. It's taking forever. And it's a. It's a grey and white stripe. 
Um, so when that comes, I'll do a picture. I'll do a picture. Okay. Well, I did a picture of my garden the other day and people just started telling me what kind of furniture I should have. <laughs> yes, they did. The other big thing that's happened to me this week, Judith, is I'm losing my next door neighbour. Barbara's leaving uh, and this is kind of gutting for me. There are two big removal vans outside oh, really? the front. Yeah, one of them's blocking our drive, but we said that was OK. Yeah. Um but I, yeah, it's it's very nerve wracking, isn't it? It when is nerve wracking. Absolutely, yeah, nerve wracking. It's a big thing because she's Who's been there come? for a long time, hasn't she? Yeah, she was here before us, but she sold the house at auction. So Did we she? have, yeah, we have absolutely no idea who is coming and what they're going to do. And oh I, I'm trying to write this stand-up show at the moment, and I know that just my luck, they're going to be doing a garage conversion oh, and a loft oh. extension. I can hear it now oh, in my ears, Jenny. Judith. Bang, 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 bang. Drill, drill, bang, bang, bang. It's going to be like that, isn't it? Oh, God. The trouble is with noise. I don't know I don't know whether you find this, but if you are in any way attuned to, no, you know, to, to, to noise being um, sort of a interfering, yeah. you, you, you're, you're, you'll be super, super aware of it, won't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, you're going to have to thinking, wear some headphones. You're going to have well, to wear I'm, some I, really, really big headphones and get some Noise-cancelling headphones or go down the road and work at my sister's. But then I thought, oh, God, no, that's going to be worse. And bang, bang, bang. You could be like J.K. Rowling, didn't she go to some cafe? Has you can't go to a cafe yet. She? You can't. You'd have to sit oh, outside true. in the freezing oh, fucking true. cold in a hat yes, and true. gloves. That's you wouldn't get much is. work done. Neighbours are important, Judith. They must be even more important in the village, with you know, like your your oh, situation. Oh God, neighbours are incredibly important when if you live in a, a village or a community like this. God, I remember we had neighbours once, and um, you know they moved in, and I knocked on the door and said hello. And I'd I never forget what he said. He said hello, yes, but we don't do neighbours. Just to let you know, we don't do neighbours. What? Cheek, God, I've oh, never like got him. over that. I, I know, I know. I'm. I have instantly fallen in love with this man. <laughs> um, this is right up my street. I'd at this point said, do "You know, it's such a massive fucking relief because neither do we. Good day to you. We never need to speak again. Uh, you know, but uh, if you was, if you have loud music, I will kill you. Do you understand? It was quite a bold actually yeah, response, no, was wasn't good. it? I know yes. what you mean, but he, he used to dye his hair. I noticed over the years, he used to dye his hair really badly, and he had one of those sports cars that are kind of really <laughs> low in the range. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of yeah. you know, what are they called TRIs or something. I don't really know what they were called, but a kind of cheap sports car. But they had a willow tree at the end of their garden, and willow trees grow really quickly, and the branches used to interfere with our view down the river and that really pissed me off so I used to I used to I used to go out there at night and, and when, it, when it was in the growing season I used to get my my you know the big secateurs and lock bits off Judith yeah. yes I did got my own back Judith oh I can be terrible I can oh be terrible my goodness sometimes. You're I've just realised really which house it is as well. Yes. Is that, I know, yeah, I've <laughs> yes. got you, yeah, I know. Oh, my goodness, I can see you down in your nighty with your secateurs. Wait. I know, I used to wait and and just never do too many at once. You yeah. know what I mean? I used to do, like, one or two just sneaky, over sneaky. a period of time. Okay. Sneaky, really sneaky with the secateurs. <laughs> anyway, um, I think it's probably time um, that we go to Culture Corner. Yes. Oh, no, yes. before that, Judith, yes. really important right. question. Is your hair fixed? 
my hair is fixed, Jenny. Now, I had a terrible uh, post-lockdown hairdo, uh, aforementioned last week, as you know. Um, And um, I decided to write an email, rather than just be really fed up and never go back. I I decided to write quite a grown-up you know, know well you tonight. sent it to me you sent it to me afterwards <laughs> so, did you I think clapped, it was a good email i clapped at the end of it I, oh did you well done, well did done you? Did you i sort of said yeah. look i did explain that i didn't want you to do this and you did it and you know the color is just very very drab and i've come home very upset so i um but he was he was really good he sent me a very very good email back saying i absolutely understand why you didn't say anything in the salon he was um, grateful you didn't say anything. you didn't kick off in the salon well, actually, basically. yes in retrospect i did think that actually because that's the last thing you want is honesty when they say you know anyway yeah, yeah. so and he was really good and so he offered to um sort of do to kind of look at it again and and better than that send uh, give me a whole load of this stuff that you keep going on about it's Olaplex. Yeah. So I thought, well, I shall, I'll talk to my Olaplex um, uh, mate, Jenny, and ask her if this is a good transaction. And you said, absolutely, go for it. So I've been back and the, he was very good and uh, I've come How out How tricky a... was it when you were back in the chair? Was, I mean, was there an eggy moment? There was an eggy moment, but he was very good. The moment I stepped in and he was clever because I think he timed it so that, that there weren't anybody yet, there was no yeah, other customers yeah. there. And he said, immediately, have you forgiven me? So actually oh, he, was, he was rather yeah. good. He was right and I'm really pleased I did it. And the um, they've had another go at the colours and I now don't look like, you know, I could get a lot of tabard work if I was being cast. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I look more yeah. myself. And and also the product is is obviously very good and my hair looks a bit shiny. So I feel much better. Much, 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 much better. Yeah, that Olaplex stuff. I mean, it's, it's pricey. It's a spendy thing. But, oh, yeah. you know... It's it's worth it, I think. Well, for somebody with such poor quality hair, such as mine, uh, it has helped me a lot. But there we go. OK, um, Judith, I think we are um, heading into Culture Corner. Yes, we are. We um, are. Okay. Now, I, I've got very thin pickings for Culture Corner um, this like week. You. So I'm going to hand over to you. Listen. Jenny Eclair, last week you mentioned that you were that you that you were going to be going on a zip wire on TV. Yes, if you're listening to this podcast on Friday the thirtieth of April, uh, then tonight on Channel Four, uh, the comedian Rosie Jones, who's a lovely girl, um, and she's got cerebral palsy. She's got a travel show called Trip Hazard. Um, and she, well, she has been going to different places around the UK and she and I go to Anglesey together and we do we do this zip wire which is apparently the longest zip wire in <sighs> Europe Shitty. or the world let's say the world because you know we don't well, fact check ten- well we don't fact be. check anything on this show um, and you have to go to head first it's basically you're head first in a harness and you get tipped off a gurney basically you have to lie on what is more or less a sort of stretcher bed and then I, and you, yeah uh, yeah I, I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw you do it I mean, there was a shot where the two of you were kind of, you know, miles away from some sort of reservoir. And obviously the the wire was in front of you. And I mean, it's a long way down. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it took took sort of over a minute or two minutes or something. I can't remember all the facts now. It's Uh, an angle, so you can look it up. It's 60 quid. I mean, you've got to get your money's worth, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. But didn't you say that that you got up to a speed of 100 miles an hour? Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. I am so in awe of 
you. I, I really, I mean, did you dither? Did you, w- w- did you sort of say, no, you oh, can't, I don't know not when there are cameras. You can't be a wuss, can you? And I'm also working with a girl with cerebral palsy. If she's going to do it, you know, I can't exactly bail out. What's my excuse? You, you know, she's, so she is physically got a lot more problems than I have. You, I mean, you're a really, middle-aged woman. You've got I'm a middle-aged woman and I'm a bit <laughs> I mean... overweight. I mean, what else? You can't really. Oh, and I'm a bit scared. <laughs> Just to hide it, honestly, I don't know how you did it. I'd have paid good money arm. to have done it with you. Oh. I'd have paid it good. Oh. I really would. There I had to no... have bullied you onto oh, that gurney thing. I don't thing. know whether I could have done Jen. I think you I'm would just... in the end, but you'd have needed a lot of special help. Oh, they'd, have, they'd probably have somebody that they employ in because the, <laughs> you have to go up this sort of quarry, the side of this quarry for about a oh, mile to get to this God. wooden hut at the top, which is where they yeah. sort of launch you off from. There's probably a kind of train specialist <laughs> who deals with the difficult cases. Yeah, you know, and they'd have to go, Ron, we've got one. Ron, <laughs> she's called Judith. She's in trouble here. We've got a harness. We've had a wave. She's quite heavy. Um, um, but we have got her. She's in position, but now she wants to change oh, her mind. she wants to get out. Yeah. Are you I want to get, Can I get down? Can I get down? <laughs> you're yeah, strapped in. Of course you're strapped in. Oh, my God, Jenny. I would have shit. Do you shit yourself? No, of course I didn't shit myself. I was on camera. I've, but I did have. So I think I was wearing quite loose trousers, so if I had done, it wouldn't show. <laughs> I am so so impressed. Have you ever Googled middle-aged women on on um, roller coasters? No, because what I can imagine. I mean, that is just like you, isn't it? Over and over and over again. Yeah, it is. It is. It is absolutely a worthwhile two or three minutes. And uh, so I wonder. I was just. I so wanted you to see you being strapped in and all of that. But I am in awe. I am genuinely in awe, Jenny, that you did. I didn't even do much screaming because when I was actually sort of, I did a bit of. Oh gosh, gosh, gosh! This is. I know it was very sort of mild really and then I just shut up because I thought well I might as well just look at see what I'm seeing here really rather than just shrieking my head off and would you do Um, it again yeah 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 I wouldn't pay for it it's 60 quid I'm far too mean um (laughs) (laughs) well I'm very 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 impressed and I think you know God, it's only a half hour show hell. anyway, so that's that's on channel. It's good four. fun. It's good fun. Yeah, it's good fun. yeah. Um, and uh, but we've seen very little on the television. I mean, Jeff just seems to watch one art swindle documentary after another. I think he's plotting something. I, mean, he, I have to <laughs> say, his um, 20th century prints are doing very well. But I think he's um, he's watching these programs and thinking, what? Why, why is he so interested? And yes. these are sort of massive fifty million dollar art swindles and things. Yes, there's been suddenly a sort of rush of them aren't yeah, there i know yeah. what you mean yes we've, we've i think we've seen one but have you seen actually on netflix a film called deception with jeffrey rush who's the art forgerer did oh, you, have you is he playing an Eng, the english bloke who was the most famous art forgerer um yes working in paris Oh, I don't know. I'll have to watch it. Okay, so this is a film called... What's it called? It's called Deception, and it's uh, Geoffrey Rush and um, Donald Sutherland, and it's on Netflix. Think you might like that. Yeah. Okay, Jeff will like it. It's about art, art, you you know, swindles and forgeries and deception. Oh, you'll love that. Um, And what else are you watching? Watching the the Durrells uh, on Netflix, which is, you know, fantastic escape. It's a really gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Have you seen Starstruck with Rose Matafeo yet? I have seen it, and it's very, very good. Have you seen it yet? I've just seen um, the beginning of episode one, and I just thought, oh, this looks adorable. And she's she's one of our... She was a, a guest when we used I to have guests was, on. she? Almost, Older, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. 
I think the gang would like it, Starstruck. Okay, she, Starstruck. She's charming. Lovely. Okay. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Uh, apart from that, I still haven't seen Promising Young Woman. Nor me. No, can't find it anywhere. I keep Googling it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's on the sky thing or whatever. Um, I'm still reading the Erin Kelly, which is very enjoyable. Um, uh-huh. Watch her fall. And still on the a very good Agatha Christie, which is Peril at End House. Mm. Uh, and, oh, Jeff bought a very hard jigsaw puzzle, Judith. Well, it's um, harder than usual. Harder, harder than, than usual. Than... It's a Klimt. It's a Klimt. Uh, it's a woman. It's a Klimt woman. The artist right. Klimt is too hard, Judith. I, oh. I think it's going to have to go in the bin and never be spoken of again. <laughs> okay, over to your books and jigsaws. Uh, uh, jigsaws. Actually, Mike finished his City of London one, and I think he's on to the next one, and I might I might have a go with him, because um, it looks a bit easier. And um, I'm still really enjoying the Caslets. I mean, I'm really into the Caslets at the moment, the first Good. one. And they they are magnificent, beautifully read on Audible and, you know, I'm at that bit where the kids have, have, have set up a camp in the woods, a secret a secret camp, and war is about to break out, Second World War is about to break out. Oh, it's marvellous, it's absolutely it's marvellous. And what's marvelous. great about being on the first book is you know that that you have other chronicles, to Cazalette chronicles to get to. I know, they're masses, aren't they? Masses. Yeah, it's great. It's marvellous, it's, it's absolutely great. We are now on to emails. If you need reminders of our email address and our Instagram address, Judith, if you'd like to remember off the top of your head. Slickly done. Right. Okay. Well, the email address is olderwiderpod at gmail.com. Yes. Well done, that girl. Well done, that girl. And I've got uh, the Instagram address, which is older and wider podcast. Simple as that. Look at us, eh? Now, Um, last week we asked what could be more off putting than a bloke (laughs) liking the goons, didn't we? That was your thing. You triggered that, Judith. It was, it was. And Deirdre, aged 53 and still single, said, um, now she says, it was my misfortune to date not one but two blokes that quoted Del Boy lines from Only Fools and Horses, both specifically repeating Del's Mange 2 line. I don't know. No, I don't, because I could never actually... And I was one of the very few people, apparently, you know, Only Fools and Horses is the funniest thing ever, ever, ever. I never watched it. Didn't you? Oh, I watched no, I watched a few. I, I watched yeah, a few, I but, you know, I, I could never that get good. that excited no, by no. it. <laughs> but she, she, she said, but that, I mean, imagine two of them. Two, two of them. them. What mis- yeah. and, and no one, she's still single. She's got taste. Deirdre, you're better off on your own, love. Totally. That's what we're saying. And thank you for your email. Uh, we also last week mentioned uh, the subject of overseas listeners. Uh, we mentioned the phrase Antipodean and then only uh, said New Zealand and some said Australia as well. We, yep, we've got that. Thank you very much. And it's lovely hearing from our Antipodean friends. But on the subject of overseas listeners, Bill from my birthplace of Kuala Lumpur emailed in and he said he'd like a mention. He said he'd like a mention because it would irk his sister Mel. <laughs> Good listens, word, irk. We like irk, the word irk. Yeah, and irking sisters is just, you know, the joy of, of Bill's life, really. So Bill wanted to irk his sister, who incidentally listens in Tunbridge Wells. She's 59 on May the 1st, so that's that's tomorrow. That's, uh, oh, you know, yes, tomorrow. So we'll wish Mel a happy birthday. Now, that'll piss off Bill, you see. So <laughs> neither of them win, and that's fine. But we're not doing... We're not opening the floodgates to birthday requests, but uh, that's a one-off. Bill, yeah. send my love 
to KL, as we call it. Uh, did you see Penny Smith, 67 and three quarters? Yeah, she didn't look um, it, did she? She sent a photograph of herself. She didn't look 67 and three no, quarters. she didn't. She didn't. No. She didn't. And she, she could said, have knocked could... her ten years off that. <laughs> she said, could we do some older and wider T-shirts? Nice roomy ones with proper long slash short sleeves, i.e. not too short. Yeah. Um, nice idea, nice yeah. idea, Penny. But as as, but as you said, because you answered her, I'm afraid we've got quite a lot of stock to shift first, haven't we? But so I don't know why we didn't think of t-shirts. That's a very nice idea, and I do like a baggy t-shirt. Yes, I know. I think that um, we've got to clear the merch shelves really before we can have a conversation yes, have. about t-shirts, because uh, we'd just like to remind you really that uh, the merchandise shop, older and wider shop is open it's open all the time it's virtual it's online it's not a nine till five girls you can you can pop in at midnight you can have a couple of glasses of red and pop in at three o'clock in the morning if you like we um, highly recommend it in fact we yes, highly we recommend you to do that uh, there's pennies and there's um yeah, well, what, what, all sorts of things. Um, and we had a lovely, uh, really lovely letter from our friend Louise, who's been through an incredibly tough time, but has received some good news recently. She said that she um, really enjoyed having us um, during her horrible hospital stays. And we're very grateful, Louise, that you uh, emailed in. And we know you, you've been through an absolutely terrible time. We're so glad you've come through the other side. So well done. Well done, absolutely. everybody. It was a lovely email, that was. It, it really, really was. was. Yeah. And it, it made me cry. And I just thought... Because we, we, she sort of said that we kept her company at three in the morning, didn't she? Yeah. So, yeah. fantastic. Um, yeah, OK. And well, we are here to do that for you all whenever you like. You don't have to listen at... 3am or 1am you can listen in the morning if you want you can listen anytime you like we're we're portable uh, <laughs> highly portable highly, highly portable. portable uh well not in physical person if either of you if no. any of you tried to lift judith and I, you'd struggle <laughs> and the two of us together i mean oh, jesus you'd have to eat popeye to be quite honest but there we go thank you very much Good. i have enjoyed our chat this morning judith i will look Good. forward to Me chatting too. with Me you too. again soon thank you daisy thank you everybody and we'll speak to you next week lots of okay. love okay bye gang look after bye yourself. bye to the pip Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.